Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. Hi. How are you? And Merry Christmas. That is true. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. Merry Weird Christmas. You're probably not listening to this on Christmas because we're uploaded on Christmas at like midnight, so it's probably our class too. But still, Merry Christmas. Happy Easter. Have fun. Whatever holiday it is, happy that. My name's Gary. Oh, I'm Jack. To be, this is Weird Christmas 2021, and all different things. I'm frankly shocked I was able to find quite a few different weird things. We, I have it in five sort of categories, I guess. Actually, four. We got some, we'll start with some odd Christmas traditions. Then we'll go on to Christmas beliefs, some things revolving around Christmas that different folks believe in. Then we'll talk about some Christmas treats. That might seem a little unusual to you. And then we'll end up with horrible tales from uh, revolving around Christmas. That this feels like a syllabus or maybe I know. a TED Talk. It's more of an outline. A lecture. <laughs> no, not at all. Hopefully they'll be fun. Let's start off right now. With, we'll start with traditions. And I'll prove to you it's not a TED Talk lecture because I'm going to tell you about what Estonians do on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. They, as a family, sauna together. Oh. That's right. They get naked. They go into a small room and they sweat together hmm. as a family on Christmas Eve. I mean, it is quite cold. Uh, but can you think of, uh, I mean, I'm, I'll bet you Grandpa sits there on the bench with the towel around his neck, not around his dangling <laughs> junk like all old men in gyms, and just, you know, regales the kids with the terrified grandkids with stories. Well, you know what? If it's normal in their culture, uh, then it's not a weird thing. Sauna. Yeah, it, it is. It is a little odd. <laughs> it's very odd. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we've had th- that discussion before. Yeah. These are weird. Weird for, for me, I mean, it's very expansive. It can be even just rem- remarkable, unusual, yeah. different. And it's all relative. Yeah, exactly. So we have a very wide definition of weird. No, I understand that. Mean, but you're giving it not, a little negative connotation. I suppose. Mom. Well, a creepy connotation. And if Grandpa really does has the towel around. I mean, just put the towel around your waist, old men, in gyms and saunas. Just stop it. It's just a body, Dean. Okay. It's not necessarily creepy. It's just like, why is it always the men with like tortilla skin and like, <laughs> you know? I'm assuming that's what happens in Estonia. Anyway, I think family saunas are just not, not a great call. <laughs> when what do they do? In the, do they talk? Do they tell I'm stories? Sure they do. They, do they have a Christmas sure. dinner yeah. in the sauna. <laughs> Sing carols. Or they probably just relax, meditate. Yeah. You know, they're like they're in the sauna. They're just like sweat it out. Here's another one from the, the U.S. I'm going to poke fun at the United States okay, as well. Good. According to one source that I read, many American families hide a pickle in their Christmas tree. Yeah. And on Christmas morning, the kids rush down and they see who can spot the pickle first. Wait. And the kid who spots the pickle first what? gets an extra gift. Is this geographically? I, I think it must be. I don't know where it's from, but where I. Where have you heard this? I, I don't know the, the getting an extra gift thing, but I see lots of. Pickle ornaments and stuff really? like that. Yeah. Well, the source I read it said that everybody sort of assumes this tradition came over from Germany, but I guess no one in Germany has ever heard of it. It's <laughs> only practiced in the United States. So, did they just someone made it up in the U.S. and then said, "Oh, I guess my German ancestors brought right. that over," and it's not true? Here's my problem though with this source. This tradition to me sounds a little bit like bullshit. Well, I've, I've never heard of it. I've never came about it. I've never seen it on TV or film portrayed. Well, I've literally never heard of it. And my funny life. that you say that because I kind of assumed it came from like a Christmas story or something like that. That it did come like from a, a, oh. a, 
the movie, A have Christmas you, Story. If it did, I I don't have any recollection of ever seeing it in any film yeah, or, or I don't, TV. I, don't, I never I heard I of it know. until I read this this article. Yeah. Never heard of yeah. it. And you like have said, heard of it? I told you, I just keep seeing pickle ornaments <sighs> and pickle-themed things at Christmas hmm. time, assuming it must be a thing, and I figured it was some... Okay. I thought it was... A reference. A Literally. reference to, like... Because you know how, like, they always have the, the leg lamp... Yeah, from the, yeah. Lamp now? the leg, the leg lamp, lamp from a Christmas story. The la- oh, the leg lamp. Okay. So I thought maybe oh, it was something like that. Maybe it is. If so, but listeners, tell us. Yeah. Does your family practice this? Is it a regional thing maybe? Could be. Um, so tell us about this because I've never heard of finding spot the pickle on the tree. Yeah. yeah. I know of all things, a pickle. Maybe because it's also green. It sounds kind of south, kind of southern, <laughs> vaguely. Uh, yeah, it could Are be. Are you going to talk about Elf on the Shelf? Now you know I was I, I I can if you want, but I I wasn't going to, yeah. which is really weird. That's a, a relatively new one. I didn't yeah. know so that creepy it creepy looking elf on your shelf that's staring it. at you. I didn't know that the official rules that go along with it are that he's like a fucking reporting back to Santa yeah. or no, something. He's a creepy it's spy. Like total surveillance. A total yeah. narc. It's not okay. And something like you're not allowed to touch it or something. Yeah, I'd say fuck you. I'm punching you right in your little beady eye I don't face. Know. Somebody that I follow on Instagram just talked about how you know they didn't have any idea. They don't have children, and they went into some a friend's house and they they touched the elf or they moved or they they picked it up or something and like the kids are forever traumatized. They as they should be. Yeah, they made a huge deal. I think it's like the '90s even. It's not that old. It's pretty new. Oh yeah, no. But I'm not. I wasn't going to talk about it. So we just did. Thank you. We never did it. Yeah. That's mess. Yeah. We're now going to travel to. The Czech Republic. Oh. They don't call it that anymore, Dean. Czechia. Very forward-looking people there, as you know. They have figured out a Christmas ritual that can tell the future. Oh. So say you're in Prague, you're single, and hooking up on WhatsApp is just not working anymore. I'm assuming that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, because WhatsApp is a dating <laughs> site. You know, it, they what? use it that way. Why not? <laughs> Is it ever going to where I just I associate WhatsApp with Europeans? <laughs> so I well, just that makes sense, but not WhatsApp. for dating. They figure is is anything ever going to work out? You want to know? Am I going to get married? So you can divine this by simply throwing your shoe over your shoulder on Christmas Day inside your house, and then you whirl around, check the results. If your shoe is facing the door, the toe of the shoe is facing the door, you are going to get married. And I, I didn't say a timeline, but it'd be weird if it didn't because like ever. Yeah. Or like in the next year. I think, I, let's assume the next year. If the shoe is not facing the door, you're back to swiping left and right on check Tinder and hoping for the best. Well, even if the married. shoe does face the door, what if you're single then? You better start swiping like yeah, mad because yeah. you got a year to get go. a year to get married. Yeah. But that's just encouraging, I guess. I for guess, people who want to yeah. get married. They'll say you'll run into it. Hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Where so, is this again you said? That's Czechia. Okay. Czechia. Well, who knows? But not all traditions around Christmas are ancient, like the Elf on the Shelf. Pretty new. There's another new one in a town called Gavl, or Gavle in Sweden. G-A-V-L-E. No idea how it's pronounced. Hmm. In 1966, so not that long ago, the town worthies, they wanted to start a new Christmas tradition. For some reason, they decided this should involve a goat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They'd make a goat, a big goat. Oh. I have no idea why. Like Not a real goat, wood? a big goat out of something. Fun so they build this goat and, I don't know, celebrate the goat. So when you say it out loud yeah. like that, it doesn't sound very Christmassy. It sounds a little well, actually 
mm. opposite. I'm sure they decorate the goat to be very festive. I guess, but goats have the demonic eyes, and no one can deny that because they oh. do. They're rectangular and yellow. That's You're, the eyes of a demon. Let's be well, well, not to them. Mm, I think even other goats realize that they're they're just wrong. So, okay, Jesus. the only problem that they made their goat out of some kind of highly flammable material because it caught on fire and burst oh, in the shit. flames in their celebration, during their celebration. Oh, right? I thought that was going to be the point. Yeah. I thought that was going to be like, because you know that's it always not often a ceremonial uh-huh. practice. To burn, burn a goat? Yeah, or okay. no, just burn like a, a, an effigy of we, some sort. We have some burning effigies effigy. here later, as a matter of fact. Oh, see? But since then, since that time, over the last 50 years, every year, the, I don't know, local rowdies <laughs> always try to, to burn. burn the goat. It's become a tradition to try to burn the goat. 35 oh of the last 50 years, they've been successful in burning Whoa. the goat. So they're good. They need to have a security detail on that uh, goat. Tell me I about mean, it. Well, at God this lay, point, Sweden. it might be the tradition to burn the goat. <laughs> yeah. they, that, I got the sense they tried not to let it burn. So here's, yeah. I got a one word answer for you. Asbestos. It might damage your lungs, but you're going to keep your goat. <laughs> so... And then you can go and usher in the reign of Satan by burning your goat, in, in, which is clearly a demonic uh, You're very standing. Christian right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, it is Christmas. So <laughs> That's a pagan fucking black mass. We'll that get is. to that, too. With all the mass <laughs> consumerism here in Christmas these days, we sometimes forget that it's Jesus who is the reason for the season. In Guatemala, sure. though, they keep the religious aspect of Christmas tightly. They, they, they keep that in mind. Yeah. So every December 7th, many Guatemalan families practice something called La Cuema del Diablo, which means burning the devil. Oh, no. okay. First, they make a clean sweep of the house. So they, they go in and they believe, I guess, that the devil lurks in dirty places, sure. which frankly is true. And they, they, so they sweep, it's like the big you know, winter cleaning. Well, I know, the opposite they, of spring. They take all the, the junk and pile it in the yard out front. Then these Guatemalans place an effigy of Satan on that heap and burn it all. Oh, that that's not, not very good for the environment. It's good for cleansing the house of all that is evil, though. I, I doubt that very much. Uh, including well, things now, like... Mom, now who's shitting on people's cultural yeah, beliefs? Yeah, I think it does. And, and, and it's also pretty practical. You get rid of evil things and it's use pizza boxes. Not so practical at all. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. Burning massive heaps of trash is not easy. Don't read it for me. Well, it's not great for the environment, but you no. know what? There's I mean, probably I'm, not a lot of people doing it, to be honest. I imagine, according to our earlier episodes, they could just use some sage and olive wood from the Holy Land to yeah, get rid of the Santo. devil, but they choose to burn an effigy of, of, of Satan instead. Yeah. I, I do kind of wonder if this is something like the tree pickle thing in the U.S. and Guatemalans are listening right now right. saying, no, we don't, do we that. don't ever yeah. do that. They're like, no two people does. did that, and yeah. like some white person saw it, and like now they're yelling <laughs> about, about it. it. Uh, my advice is maybe you should Guatemala, because we are going to start doing this next year. Are, you, are we on board with that? No. no that sounds illegal. Awesome. <laughs> you can't just burn Again, shit in your front yard. everything. It wasn't me. I didn't make the law. Fine. I wish. So... Carrie's bagging on the Guatemalans now. We'll let her bag on the <laughs> Dutch. Oh, I might. We're all going to after this. Yeah. The Dutch are not usually seen as a massively racist people. But they should be. But they always seem pretty enlightened, I guess. And I'm sure they have their share of fascists. But for the most part, Netherlands is, is you know, pretty progressive country. On Christmas, though, everyone in the Netherlands is awful. Because they have a beloved traditional character named Black P. 
Heat. He is a helper of Santa. He's dressed in like a festive black and red outfit. And he has one of those cool, like, you know, those white fluffy neck things like from the Middle Ages yeah. that are, I like a wish we still wore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like an ascot on steroids. It's rough. That we <laughs> should rough. bring that back. Like a, a rough? Is that what it's, it's called? It's called a rough, okay. yeah. According to the legend, though, Black Pete was a Moor. And that was oh. someone who lived in Spain, but who was originally from Africa in the Middle Ages. The most famous Moor, of course, is Othello. So obviously, when Dutch people, to this day, dress up in carnivals and parades as Black Pete, they do so in black blackface. Very, very dark blackface. Yikes. I mean, Jesus, Netherlands, what are you, a nation of Justin Trudeau's? <laughs> come, I know. Like, come on now. And I was like, it's our culture. I'm like, bitch, it was a culture in America, too. We cut that shit the fuck out. Cut that shit out. Y'all did enough colonization, too. Y'all can cut that out. You're better than that, Netherlands. That's all I'm telling you right yeah. now. I agree. Okay, stop with the Black Pete. It's not I mean, cool. you can still dress up as, dress up as, as the character. Just Don't cut the black face. Here's out. an idea. Hire an actor of color. Yeah, there are plenty of black people is, in the Netherlands. Is Idris Elba doing something on Christmas? Maybe he's not. Bring him over. <laughs> there are plenty of black are really people in anyone. the Netherlands. Oh, yeah, there are. Well, yeah, there, there are some. Are. They're most, they're most of them from Indonesia. But they can find them. Okay, yeah, You'll sure. find them. There I'm are sure plenty. There are. Yeah. So just do that. Either it's a black actor or you just pretend you are Black Pete and you do not put on blackface Dutch Please. people. <laughs> In Wales, people go caroling around uh, Christmas time. Just much like better. They do here. Caroling's nice. That can hardly go wrong. Carolers what? in the town of Glamorgan, Ooh, though, they great. bring along something. When they go caroling, they bring along something called Mari Lwyd. Lwyd. <laughs> It's the, the last word is, is M A R I, Mary. I have no idea. Yeah. Lwyd, L W Y D. I mean, Y is like barely half a vowel. So that's really almost no vowels in that word. It's, and knock it's it a off Wales. Knock it off Wales. Wales. Sometimes Y in, in uh, our alphabet I, okay, as well. Exactly. Sometimes Y. Yeah, yeah. When it needs to be. Yeah. And in this case, it also needs to be. I'm just saying if the only quote unquote air quote vowel you have in your word is, is a Y, you need to do better. Wales. That's no, no, they're I'm fine. On Wales. Leave them alone. And, uh, so what they do, this this creature here, they I, I guess it's on like a stick or something, but it's basically a horse skull with bright round Christmas ornaments for eyes oh. that they bring around with it and sing carols from house to house. And I guess their object of the caroling is to sing their way into your house. No. Where, where you then have to give them food and gifts be, to make them leave, which I don't know about you, but that yeah. sounds a little bit more like a home invasion than yeah. does a Christmas <laughs> tradition or something like that. I think that. it sounds fun. Do they ever get invited into houses? I'm I sure mean, they do. They? It huh. still seems pretty coercive, though. Yeah. I mean, UBU Wales. Well, Aren't there that's... places here where, I mean, we don't use skulls and stuff like that, but don't people go caroling and then the people in the homes give them like, like a, a cup of cocoa or wassail or whatever? Our eggnog, our possibly <laughs> uh, six pack of brewski. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe. I yeah, like are you know what? No, Case. that's not. I don't a, like it. We should I not don't. start I'm that here. But it. if it's an established tradition, you probably are like prepared for it and yeah. know it's coming, so it's probably a lot less jarring. Yeah. But like, I don't like it. And I guess this is true, but I'm not. So, Taryn Edgerton, if you're a fan of the show and you're listening, hello, hit us up. Tell us if hit this is a real up. thing, and, and and you do that. Same goes for Michael Sheen, but not Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine, you know what you did. Go ahead. I was going to say, I wouldn't mind living in a nice, quaint little village where people carol yeah. door to door. Would you go carol? Lean? No, but I no. would give okay. people 
mold cookies, wine or mold cider wine. or something. Okay. Mold they wine. Came to my yeah. door and sang to me. I suppose, I guess. I guess you know it's coming, you stock up. As long as they don't yeah. have cue cards with a confession no, and, yes, and, and, and they're going to cheat. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. I, I don't know any curls, so I would be. I'd just be in the back. <laughs> move my lips like, like what I, in a way I think it denotes words. No, you'd stay home and you'd watch football. You that's wouldn't, probably true. There's that's absolutely true. no way in hell Honey, you'd go out. very true. Carol. I'd just keep saying Fahudoris <laughs> from Prince over and over <laughs> again. In the U.S., there's a booming newer, relatively, tradition. It's to not just buy gifts for your kids, your loved ones, but to buy gifts for the most loved one in every household, which is your pet. Uh, oh, This has become yeah. a big business. Yep. Retailers estimate that this year, 2021, more than half of American pet owners will buy a Christmas gift for their pet, and they will spend, on average, $46. Doesn't sound like much, but that's billions of 46 dollars. $46? 46 bucks. And there's got to be, I don't know, there's 340 million people in the United States. I'm guessing a shit ton of them yeah. are pet owners, and over half will buy a pet uh-huh. for their, I'm sorry, buy a gift for their pet at an average price of 46 You know bucks. what I bought for our pets? What'd you buy? Uh, Kobe got his super high-priced prescription cat food. Okay, that's, yeah. you buy and him food, all it, but so that's not really, you can't Loki really get that. Loki got... Um, what did I get, Loki? What? So nothing. It uh, sounds yeah. like you got them nothing. It's like okay, no. you can't you can't count food. It's like hey kids, yeah, look out for Christmas. It's uh, the roof over your head and look in the fridge. Literally, it's just food. Yeah, that's for Christmas. That's now officially for Christmas. Yeah, no, but care. It doesn't count that. The way. dogs and cat don't know. They don't so know. They're fine. I think you should have gotten something they could chew open. I know. Hey, ribbon. Kobe got every box and bag and tissue yeah. paper. Okay, that's I all guess, new I to guess him. He's pretty cool. He that. loves that stuff. That's true. So maybe the weirdest Christmas tradition of all is that Christmas is held at Christmas time, because the, the Bible has no yeah. date oh, yeah. of birth for Jesus, and most scholars use context clues and think it's more likely in spring. But you know what? Let's just move on. I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. Well, I will. No, it's okay to be uncomfortable. That's how you broaden your horizons. But it's okay to believe what you want. Special. But like, we're gonna still tell you the truth. Okay. Well. Now we are moving on to Christmas beliefs, some strange by our standards beliefs. We all know that they take werewolf legends pretty seriously in Europe. Oh. We learned that, for instance, in the Werewolf of Bedburg episode 211. And, I looked it up. Good job. And the gruesome tale of the Beast of Gévaudan, episode 21. Also looked that up. Good job. You did it. 211 and 21. Look yeah. at that. I know. So 2,111 epi- yeah. episode has to be about a werewolf, yep. I'm thinking. Just to keep the pattern. <laughs> so they also love Christmas in Europe. So somebody somewhere along the line thought, you know what? Let's merge the two. Like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, yeah. So some Europeans believe, allegedly, that you are <laughs> far more likely to turn into a werewolf on Christmas Day. Really? This is allegedly a belief. Regardless yeah. of the phase of the moon. I, exactly. I was thinking the same thing, really. So maybe it has something to do with the winter solstice. Maybe. Which but that's... is an old pagan belief. But like all pagan winter solstice rituals it was just kind of wrapped into christmas by yeah, the early christians are it's pure bullshit no one really believes that let's <laughs> yeah. ask europe europe tell us yeah is this real do you really believe that i don't know comment huh. below <laughs> <laughs> swipe up uh, let's stay in europe in fact let's stay in europe for, for a lot of these norwegians believe that evil witches and spirits are kind of a christmas thing Really? At least is they're it, more um, likely to be around during the Christmas season. Is it that Valpurgis knocked shit? I, no, not, not in this sense. Not in this Norwegian sense, anyway. Oh, okay. And what do witches want? They want a broom. 
It's oh. like their witchy Uber. They just hop hop on that and they can they can ride, right? So what do Norwegian families do around Christmas time? They hide all their brooms. They hide all their brooms. Stand them up huh. like that one day. They're not stupid. These are smart people. Those witch is gonna steal your broom if you don't hide your broom. Good good thing in Norway. Huh. So yeah, if you go to a, a house around Christmas time in Norway and spill something and go, you know, I'll sweep it up. Let me take care of that. You're <laughs> screwed. No, you won't. Get on them hands and knees. <laughs> The Greeks supposedly think goblins called Kalakantzori. Kalakantzori? Zoroi? Kalakantzori. You should no have idea. looked that one up. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to spell it either, even though I know how. Just to piss you guys off. I did it, man. The, the, these goblins, we'll call them Greek goblins. Ooh, ooh, Spider-Man <laughs> villain? Anyone? Anyone? No. <laughs> they come up from their underground lairs during the 12 days of Christmas, and they do nasty things. Like, I guess they scare people. They might spoil your food. Some of them take a pee in your flower bed just oh, to be oh, dicks. nice. I didn't know they have the 12 days of Christmas. They have it all over the Yeah. I guess they do. Interesting. It's kind of innocuous things that they do. I mean, they're, they're peeing on flowers. It's not that big a deal, but it's still That's not, not good cool. For the soil. It's no problem, though. The Greek family of foresight knows what to do about these goblins. You, you can keep them away. All you have to do is string a knife, like tie a, a, a knife with a black handle over your doorway, and these Greek goblins, again, likely Spider-Man villain, call me, will leave you alone. Hmm. You don't yeah. have a knife with a black handle? It's not a problem. Scissors. You know what you can use? Pig jaw. What's that? Tie a pig jaw, the jaw of a pig. Oh. The jaw of an actual pig and tie it up in your doorway and that'll keep these goblins away. Well, but you know what's easier to get a hold of? What? A knife with a black handle yes, than a pig jaw. You have to have, uh, but here's the thing. There's I a, would think. There's a third alternative. A tangled ball of string. Oh, oh hell yeah. So yeah. after breaking your black handle knife trying to cut off the jaw of a pig, <laughs> you just go ahead and you wish you had read ahead and just go ahead and use the string. Straight if up. you're a knitter... Huh. <laughs> you got it that. It seems like I've got three options. Let me see. Uh, no, you know what? I'm going to get a pig jaw. Honestly, I mean, if it's you're a butcher, spring. you got I that suppose. on deck. Well, if you're a butcher, you probably also have a black handled knife. Yeah, you got two <laughs> options. You deck. don't have that. Yeah. But everybody else, go ahead and use the string. Yeah, okay? Come on, Grace. I probably would do that. I know, especially for safety reasons. Don't hang a knife, knife from the ceiling. <laughs> Again, <laughs> it's the string is the best option. Not long ago, in the days before COVID, Parents used to go to a place called malls. I'm putting those in quote <laughs> at Christmas time, and they'd wait in very long lines, surrounded by the chaos of frantic shoppers. And then they would force their small children to sit on the laps of a whiskey breath man in disguise, who made minimum wage for a seasonal job without a background check. This yeah. was Christmas. It's a monstrous, monstrous tradition. We've all done it. It's such a horrible idea. But then again. Apparently, some professional Santas can make over $10,000 in the season. Like, like people who really look like Santa, yeah. and they do like Santa, you know, they've got a legit beard, they're fat and jolly. They, uh, one really spot-on Santa charges 400 to 600 bucks per half hour. What? Not bad. Wow. To like okay. what? Go to like parties yeah, Parties, and things like that. Yeah, events, things like that, and just go ho, huh. ho, ho, throw out some fake gifts, and move it on to the next one. Yeah. Wow. Not bad. But... The whole lap Santa thing, just a terrible idea. Yeah. should never happen, and let's hope that ends with coronavirus. Well, this year and last year, those Santas probably didn't make that much money because... Are, are they, is anyone doing yeah, that? I doubt it. And it was Santa with a mask, that's just, I don't know. It'll work, the beard. Yeah. I, just, just end it. Some things should yeah. just stop. I, 
and it's a great time for those things to stop. I agree. Like the dressing for work, shaking oh. hands. No one needs to shake hands. Yeah. Stop shaking hands. Yeah, God I'll just like it. say hello. Yeah. You know, we'll figure out a different thing. Or we can just do like like a little bow, elbow, a little elbow, elbow. Just wave, wave. Yeah, no, take no, the no, bow. Just shake hands. Here's, here, let's let's exchange germs. Terrible idea. Basically. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. Okay. Today, you will. Will you? instead of going <laughs> to the mall, something you might do on Christmas is go on a Santa pub crawl. Yes, that's right. These ah. exist. There's one in New York City that has gotten huge. It's called SantaCon. In Philadelphia, they copied it, and they call it Running of the Santas. But basically, it's just a whole bunch of hooligans dressing like Santa and yep. going from bar to bar to bar, getting shit-faced and drunk and probably peeing on the sidewalk. I huh. have heard of this. These are, these are real things. So I say next year. We, <laughs> we know where we're going. We're going to do some, some Santa pub crawling, and we're going to burn a devil and all our trash in the front yard. We could start one of those in our, in our downtown Midtown area. Yeah. I'll make I, some calls. We can do it tomorrow. I'll Tomorrow's DM, the day after Christmas. DM some, you DM some Instagram accounts. All right. Yeah, okay. I'll say, hey, Mas Taco Bar. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your beard. Let's move on to delicious Christmas treats. Ooh. And trust me, they are all delicious. That's why they're on a show called Weird World. So <laughs> we're going to start in Greenland. They got treats? They do. They got Christmas treats? They do. They make something very special for Christmas called Kiviak. This delicious holiday oh, treat. No. Have you involve, heard of it? No, but does it involve fish? Um, <laughs> yes. No, it actually does not. <laughs> oh, okay. It is made by stuffing 400 ox. Huh. What? Birds, seabirds. Oh, oh, A-U-K. 400 ox. A-U-K. Yes. They stuff those into a gutted seal carcass. They, they, and then they squeeze out all the air from the seal, and they seal the body, and they huh. coat the seal body with grease. They seal the seal. And then they let the now, I guess, more or less hermetically sealed ox stew in their juices for three to 18 months. By this time, the delicious ox, ox corpses have fermented, so they're effectively kind of cooked, so you can just slice open the, the, the seal on Christmas Day and yum, 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 dig into the ox, the fermented Okay, wait. This, and that is called kiviak. <laughs> Worse than what, wait, haggis. What's it what, called? Kiviak. Kiviak. Were the ox like defeathered and I everything? Don't know. I don't know. Or yeah, I would luck. hope so. But you know, given the rest of that, I can't guarantee that they were. Yeah, it I, gives a lot of protein. Sounds. Hey. Oh, it, oh, it sounds like heinous. My cup of tea. Like a, like a, it but sounds again, like a hate crime. I mean, it you, sounds no, like a war Dean, crime. You yes. take that back. I'm just gonna say it. In my humble opinion, Greenland, I am sorry that I feel this way, Listen, but that is a horror show. He's alone in that Stop one. Stop yeah. doing that. I don't want to yuck somebody's <laughs> yum. <laughs> ox! Fermented ox, three to 18 months old you in you a gotta seal. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, I, you don't have to do that. Yeah, you do. I'm sure I mean, there are options. Go to Subway. It sounds, I mean, <laughs> yeah. obviously, if they've been doing it for a while, it's safe and... I'm not saying it's not safe, yeah. Gary. I mean, in, nothing in, to do with in it. In Iceland, don't they bury a shark for like yes, 18 months and yes, then take it out and do. say, yum, yum, yum. Yeah, here's the thing. Coral. Yeah. High northern latitudes, people, stop burying shit and eating it. That's well, not they have to. Just, yeah. just stop doing that. It's called a fermentation. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, they have to have Olive Gardens by now. I'm just saying. See, you, know. you like it when you've had like pig... 
cooked in the ground. That's delicious. Yeah. This man cooked. also is like sensitive to mustard yeah. being yeah. near He's his weird. food in it the fridge. Be. So it take everything be. he says with a grain of salt. It could wear off onto good food through wear off. containers. I don't if know. he sees a bean anywhere near yeah. his food, he, cries. he also yeah, has a little baby fit. I do. So. That's true. A baby fit. <laughs> <laughs> The Portuguese love their Christmas Christmas treats too. They have a traditional Christmas morning feast called Consoda. It's a oh. nice and normal feast. Got lots of the similar stuff than people everywhere else do on Christmas morning. In Portugal, however, they set places around the table for Alminas a Panar. And that if your Portuguese is rusty, unlike John Travolta <laughs> in Phenomenon, who oh learned to speak it in about a half hour, that means... Souls of the Dead. So in essence, Portuguese families have a delicious Christmas morning feast surrounded by the ghost of their dead relatives. I like that. That is kind of cute. Yeah. I suppose. Bon appetit. That doesn't bother nice. me at all. Yes. Okay. It's like Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. Not, these, aren't like, all, these aren't all terrible things. I'm yeah. just saying that's, that's an unusual yeah. thing. Paying it is unusual. to the dead. But I like it. Yeah. Keep yeah. ancestors well, Should we do close. that for now on? No. Sure. I mean, that. some of our dead ancestors need to stay that way. That's I'm, true. Yeah, if I can pick That's and choose true. which ones join us. Yes, you can. But also, how, how do I get them here? I think you just include foods they liked. Oh. oh. I'm making that up right now on the spot. Grandma you probably Polly. just set a place for them and they know to come. Yeah. But if you don't like relatives, I think you have foods that you know your bad relatives didn't like. I'm just yeah. spitballing here. I agree. Then we can't have peas. Grandma didn't like peas. Well, I'm sorry. Sorry to hear that. Hmm. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll, <laughs> we'll work on that. I know. Yeah. We'll workshop it. Not we'll on air. Uh, no, uh, off air. So, <laughs> and obviously, I'm going to ask you one question, and you're going to, what are the best three gifts you can get someone for Christmas? Um, money. Mm-hmm. Socks, pajamas. Let's stay traditional. Frankincense. Frankincense. Oh, oh, oh mirror. Mirror. How do you <laughs> pronounce it? Is it mirror? Mirror. Myrrh. Myrrh. If those treasures were good enough for baby Jesus on his very first Christmas, I think they're good enough for you, okay? Don't get haughty. He got them, as you know, from the three magi or three wise men, right? Yes. Or did he? In fact, the Bible tells this tale in the Gospel of Matthew, and in the Gospel of Matthew, nowhere does it say how many wise men there actually were. There's not a number. (laughs) <laughs> the tradition of three is likely because there were three gifts that were mentioned. But sure. there's no reason some magi could have repeated a gift. I mean, who does? you can't get enough gold. Or, yeah, actually, you can't get enough myrrh. Or some other magi might not have brought any gift. Or maybe they just didn't mention other gifts that were brought, like the one that uh, little, the one guy, I think it's Magi Steve, he brought little baby Jesus a clip-on tie, and that was tacky, so they did, Matthew did not mention it. Yeah, it was so, a piano tie. It was embarrassing. I mean, what were you thinking, Magi Steve? In Eastern Christian tradition, as a matter of fact, they actually think there were 12 Damn. Magi Times that came to find wow. little baby Jesus. So <laughs> there's, no, there, but, but there's no basis for them to think that either. Really? They're just basically, yeah. no idea. There's some number of Magi came, followed the star, said, you know what? I think the Son of God is being born by that star. I'm going to follow that star, which makes no astronomical or sense in any you way, know, shape, or form. But it, it works as a star. God said to them, hey, I got a prophet going in in Nazareth. <laughs> Get your okay. little took us down there. Uh, your imitation of God is spot on. <laughs> yeah, that's what she that's sounds very like. Very good. It's very good. 
I, I mean, we will never know how many magi there were, just like we will never know what the hell Joseph was thinking in the first place. I mean, Joseph? like, oh. Joseph, uh, Jesus' pop. He says, hey, Mayor, no, he says to his virgin wife, we better head down to Bethlehem to take part in the census. He says, you know, I know you're a teenager. You're nine months pregnant. You're going to have to ride on a donkey on these rusty, rusty, these dusty, <laughs> torturous roads. And we for sure do not have a reservation at the local inn, but let's go. What the hell? Makes no sense. Away in a manger. <laughs> yeah, they were so, adventurous. We'll never oh, sure. I guess so. They're rustic. They are. They're very rustic. What is a great Christmas treat, just in general? Um, one that is not alive. Okay. What's your favorite Christmas tree? My favorite Christmas tree of yeah. all time? The kind of Harry treat, Potter treat, that... Treat, sorry, oh, treat. treat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also not alive. What? I, my favorite Christmas treat. Well, say one. Um, I'll say just like chocolate. Okay. No, chocolate. that's not Jesus true at all. Where's the, why about you, Carrie? Um, my favorite Christmas treat. Oh, those cookies that you make. That I make? Yeah. Sometimes, Which what are they called? The crinkles? Chocolate crinkles. You don't just say goat's milk. Because uh, <laughs> one farmer, one goat farmer in 2010, discovered that his goats produced more milk when he played them All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah oh, Carey. Those sure. goats have taste, bitch. Are those goats were, it was a cry for help. No. Because I believe there's such a thing as stress-induced lactation. Because no, 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 well, That's anyway. been scientifically proven, bitch. Okay, all right. That's hilarious. In Ireland, the kids are taught that instead of milk and cookies for Santa, they leave out a pint of Guinness. That yeah. very year <laughs> Go Ireland. Yeah. Australians sometimes leave sherry or wine. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. What? Good idea. In a goon bag? <laughs> In an ug. Right. Now we're going to switch to Antarctica. You didn't think you'd have an Antarctic no, story, did you? they don't have a permanent population. They do not. Robert Falcon Scott, ever heard of him? No. Who's a famous English explorer and adventurer who died tragically along with his, his team trying to get to the South Pole and back in 1910. He actually did, but it turns out he was second behind, yeah. and, and he knew that, and he, so they just talk about a depressing trip back that they did not survive. So, on the way out, though, they had stored some provisions in like a hut on the way. They didn't make it back there, obviously. Oops. So 106 years later, researchers found that hut that they had dropped off those supplies on the way down to the pole. In the hut was some tinned fruitcake, which, as we all know, is the greatest delicacy of the yeah. Christmas season. They opened that tinned fruitcake and... That's like opening up like the Tutankhamun. It was yeah. still good. Perfectly edible. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. 106-year-old fruitcake. Could eat it right there. It's like it's like the I don't honey know of how cakes. That is. I don't either. Well, it's just canned things are preserved but better. Not that long, I guess. There's a family in Michigan. They still to this day have a fruit cake that their great what the hell ever grandma, great 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 grandma made back in 1878. No, apparently she finished her fruit cake and then she's about to cut it and she died. Oh <laughs> and my god, it's not funny. It's actually pretty sad. It's 1870. Well, it's funny because distance and. Um, they decided, I guess, I don't know, they got back from the funeral and said, oh, my God, that's Grandma's fruitcake. We can't get rid of it. And they have saved it to this day. Whoa. For what purpose? Uh, tradition. Posterity, Mom. Grandma's fruitcake. Great, 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 great,
<laughs> yeah, they probably were real forward thinking because yeah. that shit is still kicking. God, that fruit cake lasted longer than grandma. <laughs> <laughs> the last treat I have is supposedly a pill called Father Christmas. What? It makes people's farts smell like chocolate. I hate you. What? I chose not to look that up because I'm pretty sure it's bullshit. It probably is. Since it would be in every store in the world at the checkout yeah. counter if there was such a thing. So well, I don't probably not true. know about that. Not it a lot would of people be... are clamoring to, to say, hey, smell my farts. <laughs> no, <laughs> one, no one here would have never heard of it. I've never heard of that. It's, you I, never know. I will Where is my, it supposed to be? In, in the U.S. Oh. I think huh. it's bullshit. I think so. That's my personal opinion. They sell it at Spencer's Gifts probably. Yeah, a gag maybe, gift. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe so. Maybe so. Now we have horrible, horrible tales that people tell their kids around Christmas time. What the fuck? To, to keep oh. them in line? To make them behave? Pretty much almost all of them. Yeah. We here at Weird, Weird World have talked about types of boogeyman characters many yeah. times, right? Nasty creatures used to frighten children away from doing something dumb or mm-hmm. going to bad places. Like the way modern Catholic families talk about priests to get their kids to not be altar boys. Or evangelicals talk about youth pastors to scare their kids away from Christian camp. Oof. Actually, they should be used in those ways, but they're not. Ding dong. So, you weren't trying to piss anybody off? <laughs> <laughs> Mission not accomplished. Well, anyway, these creatures are, are all over the world, and very often they're Christmas-themed. That's something, I mean, there yeah. many of them uh-huh. are Christmas-related. That is related. true. Santa. Well, I mean, you know, naughty or nice, that's always been a theme of Christmas. Yeah. And we're not going to do Krampus. We did Krampus two oh. years ago, so yeah. we're not going to do that. It's cliche at this point. It is, kind of. It's gotten pretty big. Santa, though, is supposed to decide who's been naughty and who's been nice, right? But in Germany, they've apparently outsourced this <laughs> to someone called Bell's Nickel. Bell's Nickel? Or Bell's Nickel? I don't know. Is that like Nick? Wait. Old St. Nick? Is that related? I don't know, maybe. Bell's palsy. Nick, <laughs> I don't old think say so. Nick, but with Bell's palsy? No. Just kidding. This bully wears a mask and he brings gifts that he gives to good children. Oh, so far, mind. so good. To bad children, though, he sneaks into their rooms at night and drags them bodily outside. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing their parents paralyzed in fear and um, pretending not to hear their screams. And then he forces the kids, once they're outside, to dance. Oh. Dance like your life depends on it because it does. Oh. If he likes your dancing, I don't know, I guess you live. If he does not like your dancing, you're never seen again. Uh-oh. All right, good thing Enjoy I your watched Save the Last Dance. <laughs> <laughs> that is That's a really horrific scary. tale to tell your children. Shooting at the feet while they're dancing. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Bells and nickel. In France and Belgium, they have someone called La Père Foutard, which translates as the whipping father. Of course. Oh, no. So, yes, you guessed it. French and Belgian parents tell their children about a, he's like a compatriot of Jolly St. Nicholas, and he searches out the bad children so he can whip them in the street Taliban style. Oh, my God. I mean, God. that's, again, you t- I know you want your kids not to do things or to be but good, come but on good now. God. Yeah. France and Belgium. Say, hey, I won't get you an iPhone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not you're going to get whipped in the street like your Hunger Games. <laughs> In parts of Scandinavia, they apparently don't even have Santa Claus, which is really sad. That's fine. They have something I'm called. Fine with that. Well, it's called. Uh, is it Yult? Yultomte. J U L T O M T E. Close enough to Yult, me. Yultomte. Uh, this Wait, character. Where is this? Uh, parts of Scandinavia. Oh, okay. This kid, he's fat and he's fun and everything like that, but he's the size of a child. Oh. So he still delivers gifts, though, just like. Despite being child size, hey, easier to go down them chimneys. I guess so. That makes sense. But this Hiltomte 
is transactional like a Trump. Oh, shit. He only gives you a gift if you leave him a bowl of porridge and butter. Oh, So you're not getting a gift if you don't pay him off because... Mmm, porridge and butter, num num. Well, that's probably good on a cold ass night I in suppose. the Scandinavia. Yeah. But at everybody's house, you get full. Anyway. Well, you got the. No, you can burn up to 6,000 calories a day Damn. living in the cold, baby. Damn. You need that porridge and butter. Well, if you don't leave the hot buttered porridge, you'll tempt it. Can't pronounce it. <laughs> we'll go into your barn and kill one of your cows. <sighs> what if I don't have a barn? Right. children? would hate to think of what happens if we don't have a cow with a barn in it. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't say, but there is uh, kind of an implicit threat. Yeah. I think. So I imagine. You gotta kill something. So. You gotta kill something. You better have a, a cow in a barn. Like so what, about, what if you live in this? What if they're like Stockholm in a high rise? Do, you, uh, do they have a brisk barn out in the country? That's Miss my barn. Kitty. I don't that know. kitty's getting. Yeah, that's what I think killed. happens. Sorry. I think, I think so. Hmm. Not far away in Iceland. The children of the land of volcanoes that disrupt global air traffic have 13 <laughs> trolls called Yule Lads. Oh, yes, yes, I've heard, heard of them? Yule Lads. They do things like they steal mm. food during Christmas. They're just kind of, Do they know. piss in gardens? Uh, probably. They're all brothers, and they have these terrifying kind of warty faces and big <laughs> teeth. And their oh, mother, no. by the way, is even scarier than they are. Baba Yaga? They have names like... Pot scraper, bowl <laughs> liquor, and my favorite meat hook. Oh, that's, meat hook. Like, that's cute. I like that. That's like a, you like meat yeah. hook? Yeah. yeah. Or it's, just, it's just not a saw Christmas movie. So this it is, sounds like a children's story. Okay. No, it right. sounds like a, you know like a road hogs like your biker road gang and that's your that's your nickname. <laughs> I'm meat hook. I'm meat hook and I'm pot liquor. <laughs> bowl liquor. Bowl liquor. Pot scraper. Pot scraper. Yeah. The mother is named Grilla Ooh. or Gryla, G R Y L A. And no, I didn't look. Any of these because they're just too many. Yeah, she has horns and she's not just a troll, she's also half ogre. Oh, I remember ogres were really mixed. scary, scary, scary things. Were yeah. Bitch, I'm uh, well, scared of them now. That's true, <laughs> as you should be, and trolls too, for that matter. Let's have a Shrek. He was a good ogre, he but scares people me. were still scared of him. Yeah, we wouldn't get yeah. along. I don't live in a swamp. <laughs> she, Grilla, Gryla, orders her sons to catch her bad children and bring them back to their lair so she can eat them, cook them up, and eat obviously, them. Obviously, sure. yep. If Gorilla doesn't get you, her Yule Cat oh, will get you. a Yule Cat. Yes, they have another thing called a Yule Cat. And if you don't leave this thing an article of clothing, he'll get you and eat you. Like cat-sized clothing? Um, clothing yeah, is this a normal-sized cat? Don't know. <laughs> a Yule it's cat. pretty scary, though. Yule Cat's scary, though. A collar? Huh. Well, does that count? Because cats don't mm, usually you know, generally maybe, wear T-shirts. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. But don't, don't put a bell on it. That's not cool. Huh. Yule Cat's going to have to catch things. Icelandic children were so horrified by the story that the government actually banned it from being used on their littlest Vikings for a while. Wait, wow. really? Yes, Curious. they banned the story. So go, Iceland. Huh. Child welfare. Damn. Very forward-looking. Hmm. Then there is Hans Trapp. Have you heard of Hans Trapp? Oh, uh, I thought of Von Trapp. He I went was, immediately to sound no, Close. He was a former Alsatian a-hole a long time ago, all I wanted to do was be rich, right? He was just obsessed with being rich. He worshipped the devil to hoping to get one of those sweet Mephistopheles deals for your soul, uh-huh. where you get rich in, in exchange for your soul. But the church, I guess they wised up to his little scheme, his little game, and they excommunicated him. And that means you're done, you're out, you're, you're, yeah. you're kicked out of the village. He was forced to go live in the forest. And Hans, apparently not being really equipped for that became a cannibal, as you will, because he just wasn't, I don't know, he couldn't hunt, I don't know. 
For some reason, this led him to dressing up like a scarecrow. What? And going into towns on Christmas Day and trying to kidnap bad children for his lunch. Is this real? It's a legend. Because <laughs> obviously, you know, if you're a kid in some German village at this time, you're being approached by a walking scarecrow that just came out of the forest. Yeah. You're not going to yeah. have your guard up. You're going to think, hi. What's, ah! and this he, is an episode yeah. of Batman. Yeah. I'm guessing he went hungry a lot with that method of hunting because you don't... Why Why a scarecrow? Or also, is it really easier to catch bad children than it is a squirrel or like a, a pigeon, or like a, a grouse? Or, or like a good a child. Yeah, actually, yes. Way easier. <laughs> Are you really? kidding me? Of course it is. If you're a know. human... I guess. Well, there's going to be a lot more fighting back if yeah, that's true. you're that's trying right. to kidnap children. Well... You can trap they're, them. Theoretically. They're, they're just... Alsatians are just trying to scare the kids, Gary. Yeah. Let them, let them yeah. do it. Let, them, let the Alsatians be Alsatians. And I guess back mm. then, kids went dying and missing all the time. Oh, so yeah. nobody was, oh, yeah. went, nobody was like, well, eh, let Hans them go. got them. Children in South Africa, they have to deal with a little ghost boy named Danny around Christmas time. Danny. Danny, I know. Like many families in America, South Africans put cookies out for Santa. Cookies and milk, I imagine, right? Of course, remember, their Christmas is in the summer, so Santa sweats mm. his hairy balls off, squeezing into that chimney and down with that thick red coat. He'd much rather have like a nice cold soft drink, but no, he's got cookies and milk. Well, why are you assuming Santa doesn't dress for the weather? You think he has like a, a, a red tank and white shorts? Yeah, I think okay. he must All have right. something. I, I suppose. Moisture-wicking material. Only in South Africa, it seems the kids Limeade. would always eat the cookies. So South African kids, I guess, were known for eating the cookies, not <laughs> letting Santa have his cookies. They'd, you know, I don't know, they'd sneak down and eat them before Santa got there, right? So some enterprising and thoroughly evil parent thought of the story of the little ghost boy. This was a tale that they tell the kids in South Africa about a boy named Danny who, I guess, snuck down in the dead of night and ate Santa's cookies, but he was caught by his grandmother. Wow. The grandmother rightly, righteously angry, murdered Danny yeah, God. in a grandmotherly rage, as you will. And I'm guessing she probably used the same knife she early used to slice the cookie dough with. It was still slick and buttery and bloody. Sorry, I got gruesome there. So what? regardless, anyway, <laughs> so the upshot of this is that Danny now became a ghost and he haunts any little South African shit who's stupid enough to try to steal Santa's cookies. So if you go down there and steal the cookies, Danny the ghost boy who was murdered by his grandmother will haunt you. That's I the story. I think Danny should haunt murderous grandmothers. That's good. That'd I be haunt great. the grandmothers. How many murderous grandmothers do you suppose there are? There? I, I don't know, but why Why haunt the kids babies? That yeah. You know what? The same as him. From Danny's perspective, you've got a point. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I'm on Danny's side. I also feel like Santa could put a stop to this if he wanted to, but he chooses to let it go on. So yeah. I'm a little... Yeah. You're complicit, me. Santa. Yeah, you are. Your silence is deafening. You can say, are you doing this for me? Because I don't want those cookies. Stop doing this. Yeah. But no, he hasn't spoken up publicly anyway. These so. stories are like borderline emotional abuse. They're, they're <laughs> horrific. Yeah. Again, again, in Iceland, they say, no, you know what? Stop saying that to your children. <laughs> so if I said the words, disemboweling Christmas witch, would you want to hear more? Yeah. yeah. You're goddamn right you would. Some Eastern European countries have a tradition of Frau Perchta, Perchta, also known as the Christmas Witch. Oh, that's so much fun. She, like all Republicans when speaking about Trump, either publicly or depending on whether it's public or private, has two faces. 
Frau Perchta has a nice face. She lets good children see at Christmas time, but she has a mean oh. face she saves for the bad oh. kids. She visits homes on the 12th, 12th night of Christmas. I guess that's the day of the 12 drummers drumming. And she leaves, <laughs> technically. I, I, I did have to look that up, by the way. Like over there in Greece. <laughs> she leaves a piece of silver in the shoes of the good kids. Piece, that's valuable. But for the bad kids, uh-uh. You know what she does? Tax. She slices open the midsections, rips out their organs, tosses them over her shoulder, Jack the Ripper style, and then she stuffs the bodies with straw and pebbles and sews wow. them up. She's busy. Yeah. I think the last part, by the way, is the full, the parents and the thinking their violated corpse of their darlings is still alive, like some kind of a oh. Coraline nightmare creature, I think. Huh. I don't know. But wow. you would think it might change the behavior of some kids, that kind of a story, that kind of a threat. But it's also another reminder that parents are awful, yeah. awful people. Yeah, all they don't the know world. how to like just say, "Please, hey, please don't do this." Uh-huh. Instead, they have to concoct math, mag- math magical. What? <laughs> Fantastic. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Math magical. That sounds like a podcast. Figure it out. I don't know what it's about, but do it. I can't do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. As, an, as, no. as a magician who knows math, it, I, I'm, there are plenty of. Let's those. workshop it. I'm sure it exists. It sounds like a, does, like a math book for kids. It does actually. Yeah, that exists. I'm sure with tricks. So that's if it. it. If I it just doesn't, have trademark Jack Worley. Yes, trademark Jack Worley right now. <laughs> That's how that works. That's how IP yes. law works. Much you is. just say, yeah. hi, Pretty it's mine. First use, yeah. yeah. First use, babe. So I have one last comment I'll share with you. It's about elves. Elves are obviously modern slaves. They make toys for free for this jolly old tyrant, drunk on adulation and power. Free the elves. We're tired of this. They should at least get paid. I agree. It's wrong. Who it's worse than Amazon. Huh? Who says they don't get paid? They don't get paid. Everybody knows they don't get paid. You'd know. Yeah, we would know. How? We would know how. Yeah. How? How? Yeah, how you'd would look I know? up a, a net worth of elves, and there'd be something there. Yeah, on the it's internet. public information. You know what? It's like a, it's like a ideal little communist oh society. My God, Carrie, they don't so need money. You don't All want of to free the elves. Are met. So you're pro slavery. That's not how that works. Huh. I think okay. there's nowhere to go. Oh, you my know, God, that's even worse, Gary. No, I mean, you know, they, they have everything they need. They have no choice. They should just stay there and work for free for Santa. They have candy, candy uh, canes, yeah. candy you know corn, how busy they are at syrup. Christmas time? I mean, it's brutal. Yeah, and they love it. Uh, now, and they have oh. to make iPhones now. I'm going to T-shirt. It says Free the Elves. Yeah, yeah. The iPhones should be made by, made by Chinese children. We all know that. That's the yeah. way God intended. Bangladeshi. So, or whatever. Somebody else's children is Apple's point of view on that. So... That is our Christmas weirdness for 2021. We hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it thought-provoking. <laughs> I hope you found Carrie's pro-slaving comments at the end there. Um, uh, very, very much offensive. Well, yes. I did. I hope you guys stop the blackface over there. Yes, Holland, Please. Netherlands. Sorry, I don't call you Holland. That's, a, that's not their name. The yeah. Netherlands, stop it with the blackface on Black Pete. And people stop we know terrorizing you your children. Yes. Yeah, that part. Oh, Just also, talk to them. stop eating ox in seals. I no, just, you know I what? Like, I don't if you care like it, like, go for it. Okay. Right. Eat whatever you want as long as you're not going to die. But, like, don't make your kids want to cry. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> that worked. That sounded better than it really is. Where's your le- next rhyme? <laughs> Spit a lick and let's see. Spit a lick? I don't know. I'm <laughs> saying happening? just anything. What are you, Dr. Seuss? <laughs> no. Okay, uh, that's it. Thank you. Have a great rest of your, have a great New Year's. Yeah. If you haven't, again, this is probably July. Depending on when you're listening to this. All right. See ya. Goodbye. Thanks.